Welcome to Mama Talanta Africa podcast, where we discuss matters on how to activate your power within, unlock your potential, nurture and develop and monetize your gifts and talents with the objective of building a passion-oriented business that can stand the test of time and last through many generations. I am your host, Monica Puka, together with our guests, Hopefully, we will inspire you to create your purpose and create generational wealth, not only from a financial aspect, but in terms of education, relationships, <coughs> spirituality, business, and personal development. These are individuals who have identified their gifts and talents, dared to dream big, polished their skills, created or are creating generational business which are positively impacting their communities. If you'd like to appear on our podcast, kindly email us on monicabuka at gmail.com and we will be sure to reach back to you. That is monicabuka, one word, at gmail.com and we will be sure to reach out to you. Our guest to you, our guest today is Dr. Skola Meeni of Scholar Foundation Hope. Welcome, Dr. Scholar. Here we are. Karibu sana. How are you today? Thank Dr. you, Scholar. thank you, thank you, Monica. How are you? Fine, thank you. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Thank Good you morning. very much for coming. And, uh, Thank you uh, for having me here. You're welcome. You're welcome. I am happy. Yes. yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. My name is uh, Dr. Skora Meni. And I'm so happy. I am a mother. I am a wife. God has given me biological children and so many, many, many children that God has given me that I'm taking care of. So I am a proud mother of millions of children <laughs> and i am so happy i'm delighted to be here thank yes. you <laughs> yes. so actually if you would because like I... to say uh talk to, uh, talk about uh dr scholar many and what she does uh yes. what, what is it that you do in, in life sorry what is it what is it what, what Come again you do. what you do who, well, who is, uh, I, like, who's Dr. Scholar? Well, uh, Dr. Scholar is a counseling psychologist. That's my profession. I'm a trained psychologist. I also do personal development. And uh, I have a gift of um, reaching out to the community. And also as a gospel singer, that's a calling. I do the work of the ministry. So I wear so many camps to reach out to God's people. I have a foundation called Scora Hope Foundation, whereby I am reaching out to thousands of people, women, men, and children who are suffering from cancer. So that's what I'm doing to the community. And uh, we reach out to them, we give them food, we just make them feel or affirming them that they are total human beings. It's not that there is anything that they have done to for them to be in the condition that they are in. We trust God with them. We 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 
we console with them and uh, that is the space that God has given us. As a foundation, we are also reaching out to the poor, to the children, the vulnerable. We take them to school. We, we take care of the windows, take care of the orphans by the grace of God. And we are saying one, if we change one life, that one person may change another one and that one will change another one. And therefore we shall have a transformed society. And that is our hope. And we say our vision is we just restore hope to the hopeless. We have also opened a school now as a score of hope, but with a different identity where we call ourselves bridging the gap because we want to bridge that big gap. We are nurturing talent because I've told you I have a, I have a passion of, of uh, singing that's according. It's a gift. I sing and people can reach out to me in my social media handles. Uh, especially in YouTube, that's where my songs are. But now we are having a school. We call ourselves Bridging Gap Training Center, where we are having primary school. We are having um, people doing technical courses like plumbing, machinery, hairdressing, computer courses, all these technical courses. And uh, on Monday, I gave a scholarship of about 15 young men who came to learn different courses and uh, because we want to impact the community where we are, we are in a place called Makuyu. Makuyu is a, a ward within Moranga County, just next to Moranga Teachers College. That is where we are, and we are helping the people there, taking them to school. In fact, Monica, I can tell you, on Monday when we were giving the scholarship, there's a young girl who came, and she's uh, 14 years. She had just done class eight. Then they came with the father. She's the firstborn. And the father told me she wa he wanted this girl to do a technical course for me to give her the, scholar the scholarship to do the, the technical course of hairdressing. Then I looked at the girl. I was like, how old are you? I'm 14. So in six months, you'll be 14 and a half. What does a 14 and a half girl have to do with the course? Then I told the father, no. As much as I am here for business, we cannot admit this girl. I wrote a letter to a school I did not know, just a, 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 what do we call it, a day school. I told the father, go to, to the teacher. There are three day schools within that ward nearby. I told the father, take this girl to the school, talk to the teacher, tell the teacher you brought the girl to a technical school, and the principal has said no. This girl needs to be school, to be in school, as uh, in high school, at least for four years. She leaves school at when she's 18, then she will come for the course. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to be very grateful to this school because I do not know the teacher. The teacher does not know me. But when he saw the note, he admitted the girl. So I'm doing the uniform for the girl for her to report to school on Monday. Wow. So these are some of the things we are doing to the community. As much as we are doing business, our aim is to transform. Because we are transformed, we want to transform others so that they can also transform their, their, their those that are coming after them. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Dr. Scola, that's very beautiful what you're doing, and congratulations. I'd like to commend you for what you're doing. That is awesome. Something that you need towards uh, what you do and how we even met um, is that you are helping nurturing the talents of your daughter's talent and also helping the community that is around you also to develop their talent. And that is an amazing thing. Uh, it is said something like um, 
in Africa, the world's youngest workforce, uh, with, Africa is the world's youngest workforce with a population of 1.3 billion and a median age under 20. Africa has more opportunities than any other continent to put skill-based approach to work. If countries across Africa can make the shift from degrees to skills, it will create a new foundation of success uh, of individuals who, who and faster growth uh, of entire economies. Do you agree or don't you agree with that? Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Absolutely. If we would only know and realize who we are yes. as African, one, we know we are not inferior. Yes. We should not be inferior to anyone. We just believe in ourselves mm -hmm. and then we focus because what we need or what we have wrapped up as Africans mm -hmm. is one, we feel like other countries or other nations are more superior than us. And then we lack the focus. We feel like we cannot make it probably because of the color of our skin or something. Mm -hmm. But I would want to speak here and roundly and say this. We need, it is a high time for us to know who we are. We realize ourselves. We get the potential within us. And we begin to do that which we must do. Whatever you can do, do it as if there is nobody else who is coming to do it tomorrow after you. Wow. And you are doing it completely. That is for you and for you alone. There is nobody who is coming to do it. If you realize you are... You're, you're talented in a certain way or in a certain area. Don't do it like I am doing it and the one coming after me will come and help me. You are doing it and you say like, uh, like my friend, may he continue resting in peace, uh, Monroe, that uh, Miles Monroe, doctor, that if you have to die, make sure you die empty. You will wow. have lived your full potential. Yes. Wow. So wonderful. So tell me something, how did you realize that you have talent? Uh, I would say one, it is something that I have always loved doing, right from when I was young. I didn't know it was a talent. In fact, when I was growing up, I would talk so much, anything I see. And then I was so curious, I am that kind of a girl who was very curious, I would want to know, what have you come to do? What are you doing after this? After we have been told not to do this, why are we doing And I would ask a lot of questions to my mother and I received a lot of beatings. That's an African woman for you because you are talking too much more than the others. And when it comes to singing, I would sing when I'm sleeping, I sing when I'm waking up. In fact, I remember when I was going to form one, I was the way we would, uh, we would be asked, what do you want to do after school? I was telling people I want to sing, I want to be singing. And, and uh, then during our days when we were going to school, they did not um, appreciate the talent. They could see like, you do not even know what you're doing. So. They used to, my parents and my older siblings would really suppress it, but I now began to behave in a manner like, this is not anything, it's something that I need to do hiding, and now started to have a white collar job. But, but because it was something in me, it was an attribute of God in me, 
There was no way I could hide it. However much I was told, sing at your own time and pursue something a certain direction, I would find myself singing even in college. Everywhere I go, singing became the dominant thing. And then I realized uh, uh, there is something in me. High school, my, my patron, Miss Awashira, now may he continue resting in peace as well. Miss Kola, you have, he's the one who affirmed. And you know, when a teacher speaks to you in a certain manner, there are things that you put in your mind and you put them in your hand and you're sure that somehow you will get away out of it. My teacher told me, Mr. Washira, that scholar, you have a very good talent and you have a big heart. Continue singing. And this singing that you do will eventually help you to become somebody in this Wow. Wow. I kept those one for two for this I finished. And I finished high school knowing that I am a singer and out of the singing, I will become somebody. So nobody else could tell me otherwise. Even after I left school, I tried to maneuver my way. Unfortunately, my family could not understand then because they felt like I was concentrating so much. And then this thing of helping the needy, those two things, I have worked with them throughout my life because of my personality, being inquisitive, being a singer, I, I could not hide, even in high school, I could not hide. So I was immediately so I had the authority of our other children. I, I began to So the schools were children a bullied girl. There was no in our school because the head girl protected the poor. That was me. And those girls, some of them are, are, are in the US, others are in the country, others are in Dubai. They still write to me so excited. They still call me head girl even now because I felt I protected them. I didn't know it was a gift to take care that God had given me a big heart for me to take care of the poor. And even after school, I have continued with that without realizing that it was a preparation. Now I was singing without recording songs, helping the people. Until now, I got to a place where a friend of mine, pastor, she's in the US also, uh, Bishop Grace told me, Scora, you need to register a foundation whereby you can be able to help the people and you work in an organized manner as you help God's people. Because this is a calling of God in your life, but you need to have structures. So I also now realized, oh, this is now something that I need to structure and work in it in a more structural way. That is how the foundation was born. But the singing, I continued singing, singing in the church. Now until every church I go, everybody is like, have you recorded the song? I realized there's something I'm missing and in 2008, I did my first album called Buona Metenda. Wow. Yes. Wow. wow. That's a good work. And if people want to reach you for your work, uh, where can they find you? Probably on YouTube or a social media panel? Yes, they can, they, they can find me on my social media handle. You can get me on YouTube. My YouTube is Dr. Skora K, official. You can also get me on FB. FB is Dr. Skora K, and I also have Skora Hope Foundation. 
So I have two FB, Dr. Scora K and Scora Hope Foundation. You can still find me there. You can also get me on IG, Dr. Scora K Official. All my official pages are Dr. Scora K. Apart from now, the one that I'm doing for the working with the community where I have the, the, the FB for Scora Hope Foundation. Wonderful. Yes. Dr. Scola, employers today are looking for condition, uh, for candidates who can hit the ground running with skills and knowledge needed to succeed in their roles. What do you think about this? And what are you doing to make sure that you are helping employers to get the right candidates uh, for, for the jobs that they are uh, 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 this is a very precise question because that is exactly what I am doing. I've told you we are having uh, a training center or a college as per se. We are, we are called uh, Bridging Gap Training Center. At Bridging Gap Training Center, we are training technical courses. Yes. But besides training, all the technical courses we are offering them there. But besides the training, we are also having a session with the students because we are not we are we are not just looking at it whereby you train a student and then he will just go out there without values, without character, without principles for life. Besides the training that we are offering, we are also having a session with them. I told you I am a development coach. So we get sessions for them and train them a family to them what they need to get out of school, what they will find out. When they get an employer, how do you package yourself for you to go and get a job? And if you get a job, how do you work? So those are some of the things we are giving for free in the college, in the institution. As they pay for the courses, these are now the advantages that they are getting in our college because we give them for free. But outside here, we are training. We can train the corporate, we can train employees, everyone who is looking for us, even churches are now inviting us. And we wow. because members of the churches are also people who are working, doing businesses and working in those spaces. Some of them are employers and others are also employees. So we are being, uh, we are being uh, hired to tell them what they need to do, how they need to package themselves, and we also affirm to them and bring them into positions. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. One thing I like about you is that you're not just it's, it's just you're not just uh, training uh, the community, but it has started from home. That uh, yes. you are also uh, nurturing your daughter's talent, Shalom, who uh, is doing very well also when it comes to her skills and talent. Tell me, how did you know first mm -hmm. notice that your daughter has this talent? Tell, so that another parent out there can can know yes. how to identify the child's talent. All right. What I what I may say is that um, Shalom is a is a gifted girl. I thank God for her. Right from from when she was a young girl, 
In fact, I took her to school when she was two years and five months. Mm. And that was quite young. And the reason is why, the, the reason as to why I did that is she was, and she seemed to know so much when she was too young. Mm. She was asking me very critical questions. She would do stuffs. When I'm writing, she would come and pick the pen and write and do some stuffs. And then I realized, I think this girl needs to go to school so that I'm able to contain her and try to see, to, to, to us, we say these are hyper children. So I wanted to take her to school and see how, what she, she may become. And when she went to school, she learned so fast. She did not even cry the first day the way children would cry. Yeah. I would take her to school and she tells me, okay, bye, bye, mommy. And uh, uh, she went to school, she learned. I, and immediately from the first time I took her to school, she became the best girl in that school. And she became a darling of all the teachers today. Her teachers in primary are still following her, where she is and how she's doing, because she was a darling to most of them. And when she was still very young, she would tell me, mom, you love singing, and me, I will write. I wow. will write a book. Then I'm like, okay. You know, sometimes when a child talks, like the way I was telling you, I used to tell my parents I would sing. They never saw it, but when I began singing, they would suppress it to some extent. They did understand. Now the advantage with Shalom is that when she showed interest, I would tell her, light. If you feel like you don't want to write, just go ahead and write. But I didn't know that she would do it that fast when she was that young. Because she wrote the book in the year 2020 when COVID hit the globe. And wow. in the entire world, everybody was rocked wherever you are. Mm -hmm. If you visited, you remained a visitor until mm -hmm. COVID was over. Yeah. So at that time, they were not in school. We, mm -hmm. we went for them from school. And so we were locked. So we were spending most of the time in the house. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really thank God because we spent our lockdown so well. It was not replaced. To many, lockdown brought about depression and all those kind of things. But we used that time so well with my children. We would do stuff. So we would wash the dishes, do the cleaning do the stuff, do the walking, do the talking round the table, all of us. And then that is when she said, I think I have a lot of time that I feel I can write something. That's just like a joke, she asked me, mom, do you think I can write a book? And I told her, why not? If you feel you can, go ahead and write. You have got all the time. After all, we do not know when COVID will clear for you guys to go back to school. She was informed three then. So she wrote the book, she wrote, she was using my laptop. So when I came to Ruka, actually before she began using the laptop, she was just scribbling from a, a notebook. So I took her book and I read what she was writing. Then I was like, ah, this girl is writing serious stuff. So I began typing what she had written in my laptop. And after typing and seeing all that, then I, I, I realized this girl has a talent. Now I began to encourage her to speak to her, telling her that she can make it, giving her now a target. Now I came in strongly, giving her target. Between now and now, between this time and this time, I want you to have written uh, a whole chapter. Then uh, this other chapter, you write within this uh, duration. 
because now I realize she's writing, but she did not know what time she may take. You know, she would write a bit and relax, and because she not, I told her now that you have begun to write, you need to give yourself a target of when you need to write because you have got twenty four hours clock and you are not doing anything. It is writing after writing. We go for a walk, come back and write again. Give yourself enough time to write because you do not know. After a month, COVID may, may, may be done and then you go back to school. You may not be able to write when you are in school. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thank God because Shalom is very obedient. She loved listening. She listened to me. She followed my instructions. And without realizing within a span of very few months, the book was done. And there it was. Then I was like, okay. I sent the material to her English teacher to the school where she was She was then. The teacher was like, wow, this is my girl. You cannot avoid to publish this book. And the rest is history. Now I spoke to my mentor, who is also a, an author and he also published books. He's called Reverend Obwanda. I sent the material. He helped us organize the material and published the book for Shalom. I've been working with her. And one of the things I've loved in the book, in the book that Shalom has written is she was evaluating our lives the way we, and the way we are serving God. And for me, it was so humbling for her to quote me as a mother saying that she has looked at some of the things that we have done, the sacrifices we have done even as a family, not because we have too much, but out of the ritual that God has given us, we can still be able to stay with people, live with people and share with people. And to some extent, they would ask for things and they find them, they find that they are not getting these things. And not even a single time did their father tell them that we do not have the money. I would tell them, you know what? Right now, we do not have what you are asking for, but God has it. Probably one of the answers from God is wait and probably this is where we are at at the point of waiting so can we wait and in our process of waiting we love God we serve him as we wait he will eventually come and show himself strong in our situation so when I saw her quoting such um, such citations about us as a family I thought I was just um, talking I felt encouraged and I would speak to every parent out there if you have your child and you think that your child or you see there is something unique in your child, don't try to fight it. Don't try to, to look at um, or to feel like this is too much for her. Expose that child to the gifting that God has given her. It is, an I say, it gives her attributes of God that he puts in us so that they can prepare us to the next level. It is only that we do not realize. But the moment we realize these attributes of God in us, support that child, encourage her, motivate her, look for someone if you're not able probably to exactly do what this child may need, look for someone who has been in that space, but don't be left behind as a parent. Don't give out your child and be left because I have given the child to the mentor. Now I can sit back. You walk hand in hand with that child. Let the child see you do. Let the child see you talk. Let the child see you 
sit and there. Today, my daughter is 19. And sometimes there are places, even if she's invited to go and speak, I cannot allow her to go alone because I feel she's still under my roof. I am still un, uh, under control. So sometimes she goes to places where I tell her, of course now I am releasing her story by story because she's now in the university and she's writing her second book. Her first book is selling well, it's called which don't, uh, don't waste. But even then I don't leave her alone. I will walk with her sit by side, recent what she's saying, encourage her. Sometimes I will be able to pick one or two things whereby one we, once we come back to the house, I can be able to tell her, correct this one, do this way, one this way. Because as a mother, it does not matter. Even if your child becomes a doctor and you've not gone to school, there is wisdom that God gives a mother. A mother will always be a mother and will always be relevant to your child. So mentor your children, Focus on the gifting of God in them, support them, and light allow them to become outstanding in their school. Wow, that is so elaborate. And I like that what you've said, you've talked something about a mentor. When is the right time? And you've talked about, you even mentioned your mentor. When is the right time? Uh, that someone or an individual should involve a mentor when it comes to their talent. At what age do you think that Sorry? is right? Uh, at the right time. The right time. Yes, to involve a mentor when it comes to nurturing talent. Monica? Yes, for, for example, your child, yes. yeah? For example, yes. when your child, when was the right time that you knew that it is in, uh, it is now a time that I can involve an outside person who is coming, not a family person, but as a mentor. Yes, 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 yes. The right time is when you realize the potential in in your child. You realize, like now, I've given my case. I have worked with Shalom with all those um those um. Uh, questions and uh, and um, she wants to know she wants to do things but I had not I did I would not have wanted to engage someone until when I was very sure that this is the direction that this child is taking okay. so even when I am bringing in the mentor the mentor is not coming to bring new things into the life of your child you have already discovered what does this child want mm. What is she doing? What is her area of interest? Yeah. What's her gifting? Then you bring in someone with such values so that they don't conflict. If I brought a medical doctor to Shalom, I am sure they would not have walked a journey. Mm -hmm. Because a medical doctor, his language or their language is not like the language of Shalom writing books. So I had to bring up someone who is an author in that space, he has written books. So is he is guiding. A mentor is a teacher. This is a guide. He will he will tell the, the child, I am stepping here. These are the mistakes I made here. So don't do this because when you do this, you will make the same mistake. So skip here for you not to make that mistake. So the right time to introduce a mentor well, uh, in terms of uh, assisting your child when it comes to gifting and talent, when you realize the talent, know 
the people who have been into that space, what have they done? Even if you have been doing it yourself, you can get an outside person so that this child will get different experience and exposure to run. And when she's mentored, she will also become a mentor to others. Right now, Shalom is mentoring people. She's been mentored, wow. and at 19, she's mentoring people who are older than her. I love that. I love that. Yes. That is very uh, encouraging and very positive. And uh, mm -hmm. when it comes to monetizing this gift, uh, uh, how do you know at some point that this is going to build a business? You know, a business, or is there a possibility that whatever talents that you have, you, your daughter, and the ones that you're mentoring can build a business? Sorry, I've lost you. Saying, At what time? Uh, okay, my, my question was, uh, is there a point that you people, uh, you believe that this business, this talent mm -hmm. that you have can help you build yes. a business uh, and take you to the, the legacy, your legacy? So that you can- The talent, yes. The talent, you can, you can leave a legacy with the talent. Uh, for example, I have talked of working with the community and uh, helping people suffering from cancer. And I have a group of about now 300 people. And uh, Shalom, most of the times when I'm going, I go with my children. I'm a mother of two. My second born favor is in high school. But now Harain is not the one that Shalom has taken. But they have, both of them have taken after, after me, but in different ways. Shalom is outspoken. Mm. She speaks like the mother, but mm. Favor is doing it, but on the ground now, like the father. Okay. So they have duplicated themselves in those two ways. Wow. But now for Shalom, uh, why I would say that you can leave a legacy. And I love the way uh, Apostle Joshua Selman says that it matters a lot what you leave in your children, not mm. what you leave for them. Mm. Because what you, yes, what you leave for them, sometimes if they have no character, it's just a matter of months and then they'll become poor. Mm. But if you leave that legacy, you leave a lot of wealth in them. Invest in your children more than investing for them. When you what? invest in your children, it is a legacy by itself. That's Shalom right thing. now, I've told you she's mentoring people. Mm. I did not even know where and how it began. I was mm. all, It was already important that they are doing something, they are doing a stuff, they are talking about uh, how they can impact their generation mm. in their space, what they can do. And two weeks ago, they did a very big event she organized a big event. She only came and told me, Mom, we are now coming redundant. We are doing something. We want to go. Just talk to the people that you reach out to. Give me the contact of the person who can bring them together. We want to go and have a visit and give them some food stuff. I was like, where did you get the money? You are still in school. And she told me, I have friends who are working. I am mentoring people who are employed. Mm. <laughs> That, that sounded good. Yes. <laughs> and I've shared with them. I have told them 
what we do with you. And I feel now I can take it to the next level as your child and we can do it in a better way. Okay. And then I was like, and then we were doing it as who? It's just an initiative. We are calling ourselves to Maimi Care Initiative. Wow. Underscore a hope. Okay. I said, fine. And for sure, I went. And it was tremendous. It was wonderful. They did. And then I was like, God, I think this is happening. If now she has taken this direction, this is just a stepping stone. You see, it is something that I have begun. Mm -hmm. I have introduced it. That you do not have to have so much for yes. you to share. Yes. But I have invested the world in her. Mm. She does not have the money. She's still in college. Yes. But she feels she's too wealthy. Mm. She's too wealthy. She can give out. So the wealth that is in her, she shares it with her people, with her friends, with her colleagues. And they come together and they go and do it. And now they are doing a walk to, to facilitate funds, to help them pay for their uh, their hospital fund and uh, food and all what all those kind of things. So for me, that is already a legacy that has begun to build itself. And it's coming that. up. Yes, yes. Wonderful. So it's, Wonderful. it's possible. Wonderful. Thank you. I know with you we can talk and talk and talk, but yes. I am so happy that we have this discussion as parents, first of all, because I'm a parent who's also nurturing a child's talent. And I would yes. like us to have more of these conversations. And I'm sure I'm going to Your call network? you I'm sure I'm going to call you again. Monica? Monica? And, yes, uh, to come and discuss more about talent nurturing and development and talent nurturing and development. Um, so soon we are going to talk more about this. And I'm, once again, I'm going to welcome you back to the, to the podcast so we can discuss. Yes. Yeah? So as I was saying, uh, soon we are going to, discuss, uh, going to call you once again so we can discuss more. I'm very excited and very encouraged as a parent. And I hope that there is a parent out there who's listening and getting encouraged by what we are discussing today and what you have brought to the podcast. Thank you very much for this today. And uh, maybe if you would like to give us a parting shot about uh, a, just a parting shot, an encouragement to the person who bears talent or even a parent who's thinking, what can I do with my child? Or someone who just is feeling that they want to become a mentor to someone. What parting shots would you have for them? Thank you. Thank you. One, all is not lost to parents. If your child has been there and you've not been knowing what to do, now you know. Look at them, see the strength in them, encourage them, package them, let them begin. It's never late. At whatever stage, let them begin something and it shall, it shall come up or they shall come up well. Then when you... I kind of lost you. Work with them depending on what they're doing. Let them go forward. The worst thing would be 
you fear or the fear to start. You would mm. rather start and fail. Yeah. When you fail, don't remain at the failing point. Yeah. Start again. Yeah. When you start again and fail, don't stay there. Stand up and start again. What? Failures, failing is, does not mean you are a failure. Mm. Falling does not mean you have failed. Mm. But when you fail and remain there, you remain a failure. But when you stand up, you will succeed. Eventually, you shall get there. So if you are a parent there, don't just stay there and pity, have pity party for yourself. Oh yeah, African women, it is our time. African parent, it is our time. It is our season. Stand out, become the standard. Show up what you have. Let mm. it be known that you are there and we are there and let our voice be heard. If your child has a talent, if it is a taekwondo, let them do it with a passion. Look mm. for people doing it. If these people are footballers, let them do it. If they are singing, let them do it. Look for social media for, for information in the social media, but do not expose your children to people you do not know. Walk with them. Otherwise, you can get someone in, in the name of a mentor without knowing, and then you expose them to the wrong people. Make sure you understand their values, their principles, and their conduct, because we need to have a society that has got values. But not this. Even when you have failed, even if you have tried and you failed, it is not the end of the road. Stand what? up again, become the standard. Rub the dust and you stand out. Stand out in the society, stand out in your home, stand out in every area and in every space that God has given you. Because that scar that you got when you fail will become the star in your life. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is amazing to hear from you. And it is always a blessing just to have you around and listen to you talk and encourage me because you have been quite an encouragement uh, since you. the time I visited uh, Kenya. It is so, so wonderful to have you. And I really want to have you once again. Now, once again, tell us where we can find you on social media platforms. And then again, tell us where we can get Shalom's book and uh, anything else that you'd like us to, to, that you'd like to share with others on this podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, you can get us on our social media platform. I've said YouTube, Dr. Skora K, official, Facebook, Dr. Skora K, and Skora Hope Foundation. And you can also get us on our Facebook for Bridging Up Training Center. And by the way, we are also tra training nurse care assistant, nurse aide. You can take care of, of, of those with the old the, 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 the people in the hospital, nurse aid, nurse care, you, and we are also offering it online. If you are, wherever you are, you may be even outside the country and you want to take the course and you graduate and you go and work and get a certificate, we are having online classes at Bridging Up. So when you reach out to me, I will be able to respond to you. You can even write me a direct email at scora. Scora is S-C-H-O-L-A-R, then M-double-E. 
gmail.com. Write an email, direct email. We can train you nurse aid wherever you are, nurse aid or you call it nurse aid or nurse care assistant or healthcare assistant, you do it online. For Shalom, you can get her on her uh, FB and Instagram. It is Shalom Many. Shalom Many Facebook. Shalom Many Instagram. Write to us, you need a book. There is a number there where you write, we shall be able to get it. And wherever you are, we have ways of how we send the material to you. And the book is going for 500 Kenya shilling. I don't know how much that is in Doris and Dr. Monica, because Kenya shilling is only in Kenya. And uh, you, we can translate it to the, 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 the Dora. Mm. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Now you can call me Dr. Monica. That is prophetic. <laughs> that is prophetic. Oh, and yes. It is coming. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, thank you it very is. much. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure having you. Thank you. And I wish you all the best. And hopefully you are going to come back again and talk to us more. And we also hope that we can, I can host Shalom at this point so that she can tell us more about her gift and what she's doing so that she can impact the community as a change maker in this generation. Thank you very much. And God bless. Thank you too. Take, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.